Hey, thank you everybody for tuning in to Taboo Table Talk. Hi, I'm your hostess, Pink Lips, and I have Honey Dip here, and we're going to be talking sex. So this episode is called Cooking with Honey. I've been trying to get in contact with her for some time, and I've been able to lure her over with a little bit of an appetizer, a few drinks, and uh, some good cooking. So hopefully we're going to get into this conversation. And like I said, today, guys, we're talking sex on Taboo Table Talk. Introduce yourself, honey. Yes. Hello, everyone. Thank y'all for coming. So y'all may know me as Honey Dip um, from New York. I live out in Philly. Um, hey, now. Yes. So I'm out here in the city of brotherly love and, you know, just a girl out here trying to get some love just a little bit, you know. Absolutely. And you got to fall in love with dipped in honey. You know, you have your waist beads that yes. you're out here giving out therapy um, for women and, you know, just going out there and just ha- helping people to live life, feel better about themselves. Women empowerment. Why don't you tell them a little bit about your waist bead collection? All right, so my waist bead collections, they actually go in seasons. So we're in now, we're in the winter seasons. Ooh. So the colors, they're going to be a little more cool. You're going to find a little more, uh, the blues, those are all very empowering. Really? Um, yes. I love blue. Yes. I love cobalt blue, to be exact. Mm-hmm. A little topaz, a little turquoise. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you definitely want to reflect some of that. Um, you know, some of that positive energy, you know, the air is kind of dry. So, you wanna, <laughs> especially you know. with the pandemic. Yeah. So um, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at free spirited underscore curvy nerd. That's free spirited underscore curvy nerd at IG. And on Facebook, you can find me at Honey Dip. That's H-O-N-E-Y-D-I-Double-P. Ooh. Talking about double P, let's get right into some of this sex talk. So, when you say double P, I think double D. I think of double penetration. Mm. Um... Now, me, myself, I personally, I wanted to go all the way back to 2014 where I was in a long-term relationship. And due to my own uh, background, should I say, I had some experiences that make me not want to sleep with two guys at the same time. But the lover I was with at that time said it doesn't necessarily have to be with two guys. It can be with a one guy in toys he brought toys into the bedroom um you know anal sex is something that we definitely had already experienced it i might say that it can be very tough when you're working with a well-endowed man but me personally he coached me through the anal sex and um after i became comfortable with having anal sex on a regular then, you know, we tried the double penetration. Now, for me, I think that that is a very illicit experience. Um, I kind of remember blacking out. I don't ever remember another experience about it. Have you ever had double penetration before? Um, Yes, I have. 
had double penetration. I've had it with two guys, and I've had it with a guy in a toy. Well, how did you like the guy in the toy? Because me personally, like I said, I absolutely loved it. Um, you really can't duplicate two at one time. Like, you know, and if you can get somebody who's well versed in what they're doing, you've got, if we're going to speak frankly, you know, a dildo in your pussy and a dick in your ass, or you have a dick in your ass and a dildo in your pussy, if that person is passionate enough, they're kissing you, Oh, wow, these things are happening simultaneously. How do you feel about your experience? Um, my experiences have been really good, but I prefer a butt plug in my ass. While, uh, why? Um, because the butt plug is sort of kind of takes the anxiety out of getting fucked in your ass. Like the nervousness. Sometimes women get a little, you know... A little tight. Yeah, a little nervous, a little, you know? So what they have to do is just guide him, get him to listen, and then she'll be able to loosen up, no matter, you know, what position or what's going where. So what do you mean by that? Do you... Are we talking, like, put the butt plug in first and have vaginal sex, or are we talking about get the butt... The butt plug is the appetizer, like, you know, what you're about to have. Something just to introduce you to what's about to happen. Annalie? Well, that depends on where she's at. If she's at a point to where she's already had anal and she enjoys it, then she might put the butt plug in first. Okay. And then you know, have him eat her pussy Ooh. and fuck it good. So are we talking, like, how big of a butt plug are we talking about? Because for everybody who doesn't know, um, butt plugs come in a variety of sizes. <laughs> they range yes. from small to mo- small to large. Um, you've got, you can supersize that bitch if you want to. I got no. Please. <laughs> Like, you know, and the greatest thing about anal sex is if you can have already something in your anus and then be having vaginal sex to feel, you know, for those women who have walls, you feel those ridges, every Mm -hmm. piece of it just grabbing on to the dick while something's in there. It kind of makes it, if you're already tight, it makes you really, really tight. It's like a piece of foil. Yeah, it's very thin. And it can be an experience for males as well. You know, it it puts a little pressure against that Mm. dick. So if you're already dealing, whether you're dealing with a woman who has a tight pussy. Yeah, absolutely. Pressure bust pipes. Um, If you're dealing with a woman who has a tight pussy, then... You're in for a, you know, a double whammy. It's like a double creamed Oreo filling oh. right there. Because you know you can come out your ass. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. yeah. So, oh. is you're really in for a treat. And if you have a woman who's not so tight, that's okay too. Because when you put something in that ass, everything gets a little that tighter. That pussy will tighten right up. Yeah. Because you just don't, you might not know what's happening. Yeah. You're stimulated from the back. And then that front will tighten back up. So, what's your best way to have anal sex? Like, is it from the back? Do you want it doggy style? Um, do you like it missionary? Um, I like it from the side. You know what? I, I like that. Tell me more. That's my favorite. Um, do like, you, like, use a vibrator with it? Like, on the side? Like, put your leg up? No. Like, if I'm laying on my left side... Like, I'll, oh, I'll, you got a favorite side? Yeah, I have a favorite <laughs> side. 
I do. Um, so if I'm on my left, um, I'll hold my right leg up with my right arm. Okay. Right? So my, <laughs> my hand will be like right in the crux of my knee, right? Uh-huh. So then I'll just be playing with my pussy. With the left hand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then when I need to, like because I'm very flexible, mm-hmm. then once my leg is up, then I'll sort of push my... Uh, arm my right arm in front of that right leg and like push it back further. and then push that leg back even more yeah. just to make it still spread more yeah and no then, and, and it tightens can, it up and best yeah. believe it tightens it up a little more yeah do you ever use toys when you're doing it like we talked about the butt plugs yeah. um have you ever tried anal beads yes. i know a lot of people may have seen on my facebook where i talk about uh, Big Bird and you know him hatching eggs, but they were really anal bees. It yeah. was really really funny. Yeah. So that was like right before I got put in Facebook <laughs> jail. That was right before yeah. on your fucking page. Yeah. So um, anal bees. How do you feel about those? Um, I used them years ago when I was first starting to explore anal sex. Okay. Um, now not so much. Not so much now. I I think it's the 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 poppiness. It's something about it. Bloop bloop bloop. Hey, come on. Yeah, I don't like the bloop 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 either. Hey. It starts to reenact some other hey. things. We don't like to talk that about thing it. alone. Yeah, don't let's just keep it shit. smooth and sleek. I yes, like that. Yes. Yeah. So how about with guys? Have you ever um you know had an opportunity to play with guys and. You know, like guys ass. Yeah, like I. <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Me, me personally, I find a lot of guys like to have their ass ate. They do. They. What do. do you think they like about it? They do. What do I think they like about it? I think they like that. That, I actually do it like I like doing it. How is that? Um. Because I see it turns them on. And when they like it, of course, yeah, I'm going to like it more, you know, but that's not for everyone. You don't eat everyone's ass. Of course not, you know, and it's got to be right. I'm not eating no hairy ass, so don't bring that shit. But no, they do like it. Some do like it and some don't. And for those who don't, don't think that. Someone who does eat ass would just try to eat your ass just because they eat ass. Just because they will. Because if you don't fuck with it, then okay. Then you don't fuck with it. So then it won't be tried. So in 2020, do you still run into people who don't like their ass ate? Yeah. Yeah, there are. And that's and that's in conversation. You got to have that conversation, you know, before you just go ahead and just do it. You know? Because you got to have consent. And then you also got to move in a way where that person understands that's how you like to do things. You like to make sure things are talked about. So that when it comes up, then there's, you know, minimal question as to how to operate in that situation. Absolutely. I mean... You definitely want to have, if you guys, if my voice got a little low, I'm sitting up here. I told you this is cooking with honey and um, my voice is getting a little low because I'm still preparing a meal for honey. I hope she enjoys it. I'm even going to keep the podcast going for when she tastes it because I've got to hear her uh, Mm -hmm. reaction. 
if you guys follow me on Facebook, you'll see that currently right now I'm talking about what they call splooshing. Splooshing is when you have sex with food. And I know it's very common that people have sex with like sweet things, whipped creams and honeys and sugary sweets. And they, apple pies. They want apple pie. They want to fuck an apple pie. Zucchinis. Yeah, and- fucking yourself with zucchinis and pickles. Um, but I'm talking about something a little more savory. I'm talking about cooked foods. So, you know, on a different uh, show, you'll hear me speaking about splooshing and how you can heat up the bedroom. Do you want to have your dick suck with warm gravy dripped over it? But we'll have to get that into that another time. Um, as far as eating ass, I personally don't eat everyone's ass. Um, and I don't stick my tongue in everyone's ass. Yeah, like you can that eat it. Part. You can eat an ass and not I stick your tongue. Might do it once or twice. Yeah, you know, I'm more of a balls girl. Depending, like if, like depending on what's there on that first swipe, you know, we'll see if I do a second swipe. Yeah, and then if I don't like that second swipe, I'm not gonna directly focus on it. Like I'm not gonna focus on it at all. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not gonna try to make you feel weird. Right. You know? So right. that's not going to be the focus. So I, I will move and do other things, you know, to other parts around that area. Yeah. Depending on that, I may not be doing much at all, me personally. Right, right. Oh, no. Yeah, no. That's but I not run for in, everyone. But I run into a lot of guys who actually like their ass ate and they don't really like to talk about it. They don't. They don't like um for that to be a part of their... um. Their sexual experience, they don't want to talk about it. They're very shy about it. I have other people and other men I know who just, like, really get into it. They're like, come on, shorty, eat my ass. They throw their legs up. They, I mean, they got positions, baby. Yeah. I've seen it bent over them, ass cheeks spread. And I've also seen, you know, you know, spit, cock it, block it, blow it. Like, (laughs) but I mean, um, with that, you know... I've gotten into guys who like to get into different type of anal play as well. But I am a big person on, like, toys in the bedroom. I keep talking about this Tracy's dog. Um, How do you feel about vibrators? I love vibrators. And trying different ones out and seeing Mm -hmm. what kind of nuts I can bust on them. Yeah. What and how many? So are you a fat? Are you like a a speed queen? Are you a vibration queen? Do you like it slow? No, slow is not going to do anything. Slow will kind of get it started, but it's not going to take me there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely a fan of that Hitachi one. Yeah, that thing is something special. Just plug it in. I'm not worrying about batteries. Right, right. You never have to worry about batteries. Man, you have it. The best thing they could have came up with is a USB port. I know these Mm -hmm. women are tired of going. To Rite Aid at 2 o'clock in the morning trying to get batteries. Right. Why? When I can just, I can charge it on my laptop. Right. Or an so. old Marines trick. You just rub them together like like you're rubbing sticks together. Oh, you, shit. And you rub the two. Now, we're getting yeah. jewels here right now, yeah. y'all. Yeah. We're talking jewels here. You said rub the batteries together like two sticks. Yeah. You know what? Somebody did teach me that with a car battery. They, yeah. like, kind of clicked it just to get, like, yeah. just enough charge. Just to get it going. Just, just for a little bit. It doesn't and that's kind of how it long, is with the but... pussy. It's just, like, put the Hitachi wine on yes. it. And it's like, zzz, Yes. Zzz. Because, listen, because the pussy is like an oven. It's like an oven. It's not a microwave where you just push a button and the shit is hot. You gotta warm it up. You gotta warm it up. 
Yeah, that's how you get the best products. If you try to make macaroni and cheese, all the guys love, oh, I love when the pussy sounds like macaroni and cheese. Well, mm. you can't be that two-second guy thinking you're just going to stick your dick into... Or, or try to just get a mountain of head and try to not lick the pussy or give two seconds of head. Like, or not then, even head. And then, and then bust the nut fast and not even let you bust the nut on the dick. Yeah, I can't even bust it up because it's not even the waterfalls is not even working yet. Yes, you please, totally, sir. you totally do, bypassed everything. Sir, do not rush, please. Yeah, mo- enjoy a, it. A moment of your time, please. Thank you. I want them. You Much should be wanting to enjoy the sex like you enjoy an excellent meal. Yeah, like you should be hungry for it. Mm. You should be. You want to be thirsty. You want to clear your palate for it. Take the time. That's what comes with not being a thirsty ass nigga. That's right. Because when you're not a thirsty ass nigga, you're willing to like. You're not in a rush to get through the sex because you're overly excited about fucking. You're just kind of like, you know what? I got this girl here. Yeah, I mean, be so kind is to call the young lady. Oh, I got this tenderoni. I got this juiciness, this succulent specimen. Like, get into it. Get into mm-hmm. the character of enjoying who you're about to be with. This is your food. This is your soul food, if you will. Right. And you then, know. And then even there comes the responsibility of the lady to be empowered and know if you want him to just hang out for a second, you can ask him to. If he starts to get ready, like, to get up, like, he's, you know, going to move or, you know, leave, wash up and, you know, dip, you can ask him. It's like, yo, yo, sit down for a second. Well, what, do you, what are you doing that for? Like, what? Well, give me a little background on that purpose. That's the part that you were just mentioning with guys when they just want to be in a rush, you know, to leave. Well, After I was thinking done. in a I was thinking about being in a rush to stay because, you know, more guys always sit up there and after they busting up wanna stay. Like I I have rarely run into a guy who I've had a sexual encounter with and he just is ready to walk out the door because I pride myself on making sure that I provide the best sexual experience possible. Yes. No matter how short or long or kinky it may be um quality work yeah quality over quantity and that's just not for you know going to work but that's also for other things and so when i'm going to work on the dick i want to make sure that you do want to stay now i mean i always want you to stay but I and I feel and, and, where and I feel where you're you, coming you, from. You feel me? Because sometimes it's like it's all right. You gonna dip? Like all right, cool. Like what you about to do? Like all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Give me a hug. You know whatever. I'll even walk you out. You know you got everything. You need some mouthwash. But you see, know, but see, need? that's where you get you know, into. Sometimes there's that, or sometimes there's that laying up. Yeah, but see, that's the problem because women don't offer that opportunity anymore. Like, a lot of women are so used to wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They go ahead, they get fucked. You know, they have a life to live. They have another man. Mm -hmm. They have something else going on. And when they have that going on, the guy comes through... And he doesn't feel comfortable, like you said, enough to stay. He's just like, oh, let me, she called me over here at 2 o'clock in the morning. Let me go ahead and fuck her real quick, give her what she want, and then leave. Right. And then, you know. Shit, give her what she want. He getting that monkey off his back. Shit, she giving him an outlet to come and go ahead and do it. 
Shit, that's really what the fuck it is. That dick is not the commodity. So what's the commodity in that? That's that pussy. But she just giving it away. I completely understand. I don't know. I just, I kind of think like the guys rush out of there. Um, a lot of guys are scared. They don't want to stay because they don't want to feel rejected. Our guys still feel very rejected when it comes to women because women went from being seen upon as like, oh, they're crazy. They just want to act like this. They always want to be cuddle bugs to like, you know, all of the women. We became super independent. We became, we were those, we are those women or were those women who had, uh, we're trying to get those five incomes. Yes. We're trying to have multiple men. Like, why should I have one mm. man satisfy my needs when I can have all the men I like satisfy my needs? And mm. in doing that, we create ourselves to be masculine and treating men how they've treated women in the past almost as if it's. Like, the men now have to pay retribution for what men have done in the past. They must pay. It's like, act like a lady, think like a man. That shit is true. It really is. Like, my ideal situation, I would have two to three committed relationships with a male. Just one guy? No, three of them. No, I mean, is... Is your guy single? Are your men single? No, they'd be with me. And whoever else they were with. But we would know each other and shit like that. So is that like poly? Or how how do you identify that? Or do you identify that? It's kind of like solo poly, kind of. I keep hearing a lot about this solo poly. Yeah. I want Honey Dip to taste this chicken real quick. Mm -hmm. Do you like it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, finish explaining to me about solo poly. What is that? And how do you feel? Because when I think solo poly, there's a movie called Savages. And I always reference that movie yeah. where this girl, I love it. she has like an army man and a drug dealer. And they're like all together and they fuck separately. And I'm just like, oh shit, wow. What is that? Listen, um, so that's basically... Um, solo polyamory so like me personally i wouldn't want to just be in one relationship with say if i were to be in one relationship it would be with a guy and a girl okay you know that's like for now that's like that's what i could kind of handle for now like as long as um nobody was on any type of selfish you know type of fuck shit where you know you know they're acting like everybody's trying to take away you know like that that's a downer like i'm not gonna do it um but it's something i would entertain right now um other than that um with um with solo poly they would i would actually be in committed relationships with those relationships and that would be it. Like, outside of, you know, partying, there wouldn't be anything, you know, any other time outside of, you know, if I went to a party or hosted an event, which I also do as well. Um, you host events? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I host um, mostly ladies' nights um, and also looking into opening um, 
uh, a humble savage haberdashery. Um, Ooh, <laughs> tell me more. What is that? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's actually for the men. It's actually for the men's accessories. So Not like, different. yeah, like I don't see a lot of that at all, and that's something like. You know, I love the fellas, you know, like I love my ladies and womanhood and empowerment and everything like that. But listen, the queen of me is going to talk to the, the king and you, you know, and I just want to make sure that you feel that. So I have, you know, different accessories that I'm bringing into my inventory and, you know, things are looking good at starting in the new year. What do those accessories consist of? Um, right now, um, they're things like underwear. Um, they would be the boxer briefs that I like, um, with the certain kind of t-shirts that I like to see. And, um, yes, they're the kind I like. They're a soft material where it's breathable. Uh, it moves with your skin. Um, you're also going to see uh, some jewelry items. Um, are we talking like Jacob's Ladder jewelry items? Or yeah. what are we talking? Cock rings with, you know, diamonds? Those I'm still looking into. Um, but, yeah, that isn't that is definitely an avenue. Because when you wear the cock ring underneath the shorts or the pants... Uh, they would be pretty awesome to see that bulge, you know, and it would just be there and you don't have to do anything. Um, but then also, you know, the haberdashery is more so the accessories. So that's like, like the socks and, you know, the cufflinks and the bow ties and, I you love know, a man with a bow tie. Yeah. Like the different, uh, you know, the ascot, the, you know, the handkerchief. You know, if you have a, a polo shirt or something like that, you know, you can, you know, you can accessorize it. You could do so many different things, you know, and I make these little skull pins and different just you can put owls and roses and all kind of stuff. You can just accessorize in so many ways. And I, I just want to hook the fellas up, really. So what you're doing is um, teaching the fellas how to be sexy again, right? Yes. Bring that sexy back, Bobby. Listen, we're out here. We want you to feel good, too, because when you feel good, you make us feel good. And you know what? That feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Absolutely. I definitely want to say that, um, you know, you and I both go to, you know, what they call LS lifestyles or mm -hmm. um, party events and things like that. And I think the most important thing is that the men remember that um it's still about you getting sexy too like yeah. i don't want to see you in your ball shorts um they're cute and all but you know going to certain parties i've seen where these men got those ethica underwear slash superman tights on and i love that shit that shit's mm -hmm. like looking at sweatpants every day for me mm -hmm. and it's so sexy to watch the bulge even if you're not yes. even built to watch yeah, that definition you, yeah, you don't even of, have to be built all you know yeah no chiseled. it's just like those underwear they they are like body sculpting for men yeah and they and they look good 
And when you smell good, like, fellas, uh-huh. don't be afraid to put more than X on. Go out there and spend that 50, 60, 120, 200. Don't, don't feel bad about spending $200 on smell goods because you can put on two squirts. And I'm telling you. And they will flock. Yeah. You'll notice. You'll definitely yeah. notice but here, change. But, but, but let me give y'all fellas a tip, right? This is what you do. When you take that shower before you go out mm-hmm. into that public setting, what you going to do? You're going to take that soap. Put it on your little three little fingers, right? Mm-hmm. That that index finger, your middle finger, and your thumb. You put some soap right there. You just go right up on your butthole. And please just wash the rim. Get in them little crevices. Because listen, if you like to get your ass ate, or you might want to, you know? If it's a if, thought if, in your mind. Right. Not necessarily you that know? you're looking for it. But, but but you don't mind if it happens that if happens. If it happens, you won't stop it. And right. so and you're indirectly looking for it. If it happens that happen, you want to make sure that it's clean. So can you please get ready? So you so like be ready so you ain't gotta get ready, please. Right. Because the worst thing you want to do in the world is not be ready when you should have been. Because I'm not eating your ass again if I go down there. Like I'll tell you like like it's like in the Ray Charles movie, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't the mother say the first time? I'll 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 Show you how to do it. The second time, I'll show you again. I'll help you. But that third time, you're on your own. Okay. Listen, that third strike, you out. Because, and, and, and if you... Well, you better than me, because I ain't got three. But listen, but if you get that second, if... If, listen, if the that, second is worse than the first. No, no, no. If you get a call back, that's something. I, I feel like that's something. I don't always call back. And I have my different reasons. And it might not even be nothing bad. I just, eh, okay. Mm. I go move on to the next. Thank you. And you might even revisit at a later date. You never know. It's possible. But, you know. But, no, I I definitely like that. um, It's a funny story that you bring that up, right? Because I remember being at a Missy King event. Mm Mm-hmm. And this night, I was lit. I was on a bean. It was, yeah. was it the night that we were together? It could have been. It possibly was. It, I think it might have been Cinco de Mayo. And I I was on one, y'all. This past one? No, not the past one. The one we the went one to before? when I went as your date when you won the contest for the best oh, breast. Oh, yes. 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 So, that one when you took me... I did me, win that contest. Yes, Yay. you did. <laughs> and you Woo-hoo. took me as your date, and you hadn't got there yet. Yeah. I didn't run into you. But uh, I ran into a couple, and the girl came to me, and she... I mean, I'm not known as an ass eater. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, my whole repertoire. Like, your I, lips are so juicy. Yeah, so they must have just thought I eat ass. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Here, she sucks g- a dick. Give me kiss. Mm-hmm. But... You. Like, and for you guys, I know you're jealous right now. Honey mm. Dip just gave me a kiss. Mm. I know you're so jelly. Yes. But I got with the couple, and she's like, yo, I want you to eat his ass. Like, she just came out and just said it. And no woman has ever come at me direct like that. Because yeah. in the lifestyle, you run into a lot of women be like, oh, yeah, I want you to fuck my man. Or she doesn't really want and you to do it. And, and they'll sit there and, and watch and try to see if, if it's any she, feelings. There's a to difference. To see if he's building any alliance with anybody else. Yeah, but that's not what it was. This was pure sexual energy. Like, she was kind of like a sucky buzz. She just oozed 
sexual energy and mm. she marveled at me while I was like you know eating this man's ass and sucking his dick yeah like she but before the well, important see, part that's when it makes it clear and she knows what she likes and she stands behind it but you know what made her special hmm I said girl you don't even know me like that how you even know I eat ass yeah I don't even know that you really want me to do it show me you want to do it I want you to go in there and wash his ass. He said, I didn't wash my ass. I said, but I want to watch her wash your ass. If you want me to eat that ass, I want you to dig up in that ass. Yes. And like, clean it how you would want it to be clean for you. Because obviously, if you're asking me to do it, you do it. That was wonderful. And she did it. That was great. And that's what made me think differently of her. That was great. I, yeah. I know. I was like, yo. And that's why forever, I fuck with her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she actually fucking did it. She didn't take offense to it, and she yeah, didn't, she didn't go and, like and didn't allow him to take offense to it. You know, she definitely uh, took control of that situation and just you know did what you know she was supposed to do in that situation. Yeah, she didn't sit up there. Oh no, I'm not doing this, and he let her do it. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, because he well, trusts her. Well, this is her. a couple I can get down with. Yeah, I mean, if he trusts her, of course he's gonna let her do anything and everything to him. You know, and that that speaks of their communication. That's the kind of couple that I can fuck with. So how do you how do you feel about that? About when you experience couples? I know I've had my own experiences. Can you tell me about some of your positive and negative experiences with couples that you play with? Um, some of my positive experiences with them, just like I'm an enhancer. Like, naturally. So, if I see, you know, they have a great communication between them mm-hmm. and a great understanding, even if they're not perfect, you know, but they make it work. They've been together for a while and been through some things and, you know, they kind of, you know, they have those battle scars, but they don't wear them on their shoulder. Okay. You know, they don't hold it against each other. And they don't hold it, you know, their own transgressions against themselves, you know, to make them move funny. How does that make you feel when, you know, they are able to be transparent about their battle scars, but also be able to come together to show you a good time? How important is that to you? It's great. Like, it's great. It it helps, you know, between the females because the females have to get along. You know, they have to see eye to eye, you know, because if you have one female, you know, kind of, you know, cock blocking a little bit or, you know, complaining, things like that. Uh, it kind of puts a damper on things, but when you're enjoying one another and, and able to accept, you know, the encouragement that you're given and that you're getting. Because what do you I, mean encouragement? What's going on during this oh, time? Well, when I'm with a couple, I make sure the female gets a lot of attention from me. So she's going to be squirting all over me all night, all day, if that's what it takes. For her to be all right with me getting dicked down. You know what I'm saying? And make sure he bring his ass in there and you get to work. Go ahead, plow her down. Make sure she's good because you got to take care of home first. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm the unicorn, yeah, she's going to get handled. Mommy's going to get done. All right, you go ahead, do what you got to do. All right, you need a minute? All right, what you need? You need something to drink? You need a towel? You're going to take a shower? You want me to wash your back? What you need? I got you. That's me. What you need, sweetheart? She's laying down. What you need? You need, you need something to drink? Let me rub your feet. Here. That co- sounds delightful. Here, cover yourself. You feel good? All right. You look so good. 
let me kiss your toe. You know, that's the kind of gentle lady that I am. I make sure he's good. I make sure she's good. You know, because I have the, I call them the three H's. What is a three A? <laughs> what is that? My three H's is sort of like a checklist of things, you know, to look at, to make sure that your mate is good. You check to see if they're hungry, they're horny, and that they're happy. If I can help you with those three things before you leave and go outside, I feel great. So do you think that really works when it comes to um, relationships? Do you think that that's possible or that is a definite contender on like keeping your mate happy? You know, I don't I don't really believe in trying to keep your mate happy. Now, okay. I said it's it's, it's not. Yeah, because you know, they have their own internal things like you cannot always make somebody else happy. So what it is, it's just a checklist. It's not whether or not I've made you happy or not. It's whether or not you are happy or not. So whatever it is that's making you unhappy, yeah, you're you're somehow some way you're going to get it off of your chest. And I'm going to help you get that monkey off of your back. So what you need? You need me to make a phone call? Have a little shorty come over too? Have a little two come over? What you need? That's the kind of girl that I am. Do you think that is beneficial to people? Or do you think that that's something unique to you? I think it's a little bit of both. I think you have... You know, some women who maybe don't like to share, but then you have others who, you know, who will share, you know, and will share in all due respect, you know, but on the flip side, you always have to do what's right for you. So you just have to move accordingly. You know, you you can't always account for how someone else is going to feel, you know, so if you just talk about things. Then, yeah, they may be, you know, even if you make mistakes, it could go a little bit smoother. You know, so just with couples, I just handle it delicately. And if I need to gracefully bow out, I will bow out. I know that's right. Because it's not always worth it. It's not. It's not. Because then you'll bring strife to them. And then you'll be looking like the asshole. You know, that you came in and then fucked them up. But then also, I'm not going to get myself involved with a couple who has too many issues going on and they don't have anything defined between them, that's going to be very hard for me to deal with. It's, it's like, who you know, who's who? You know, nobody's claiming nobody. Okay, we're all single, but, you know, people, I don't know. It, 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 it's too much for me. That, that kind of thing is too much for me. It's like you're claiming something but nothing. What do you, could you give me a little more background on that? Like, are you talking about people in makeshift couples? Yeah, yeah. I think the little makeshift couples, they, they really shouldn't present well, themselves as Well, what's the word now going couples. on? Entanglements? Yeah, these entanglements and things like that. Yeah. It's, you know, if you have an entanglement, just be honest with yourself that that's what it is. So that as you present it, it can be presented as such. And when everybody meets is the same thing like everything matches what was said you know 
outside is the same thing that's said on the inside. It's just the action has to match up with the behavior, the, you know, with the word, you know, with the word that people say. And when it doesn't match up, you know, that's you, when you run into complications. Yeah. And then that's where if you have a problem with something, then you make your moves on what you have to do and what's right for you. You know, is is do you just stay and you take it and you adjust? Or, you know, you cut your losses, you know, or do you still remain friends, but not, you know, for all of them benefits? You know, it cool. might... you as the third or you or the couple itself. I think everybody suffers when you have to do that because then it's not the same. You know, so sometimes you have to make, take the unfavorable route, you know, sometimes you have to. But still remain friends and cordial and, you know, but not on that tip. Not on the, you know, the dating tip. If it's just going to be about, you know, hanging out every now and then and have a good camaraderie still, you know, look out for one another, you know, as friends, that's fine. Yeah, build that. Focus on that. All that other relationship shit, that could come later. You know, if it comes later. I wouldn't use that as the goal or the end all be all. You know, if, you know, you don't have your family close around or, you know, you need, you feel like you need somebody to love or, you know, that's fine. And you can have that, but just slow down, you know, take your time. You know, don't just put all your eggs in that one basket. Like, that's it, because you still have to evaluate what's going on in that situation. And if you fit into it, you know, you can't put a triangle peg into a square hole. You know, it might be able to fit, but there's going to be gaps. So can you deal with those gaps? Can you deal with the bullshit that comes with filling in those gaps? That's a very, um, that's a very unique question. I asked myself, um, that personally, what can you deal with in a relationship or in a situationship where you're just fuck buddies? You know, when you just fuck buddies, you know, put it this, put it like this. I don't call them my hoes. I call them my belongings. I love the fact that you call me belongings. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Baby, you're not my hoe. You're my belonging. Please, I'm trying to tell you. So, you know, it's just kind of the way that I do things. Um, as far as what I can stand... You know, I'll, it, it's kind of like a lasso. I'll, I'll keep you close enough to where I can see you, but, you know, where I can grab you, but far enough to where I can see you coming, <laughs> so to speak. And what does that mean? Um, it's to where we can stay connected, but I'm not going to be up your ass. And you're not going to be up my ass if we're just, you know, for say friends with benefits, you know, as it were. But if it's something a little deeper than that, well, you know, that's a whole other title entirely. I mean, when you call them your belongings, what does it mean to be one of your belongings? What... What can I expect? If I wanted to be one of your belongings, I said, own me, 
I want to be yours, honey dip. What can I expect from you? What can you expect from me is... Number one is going to be my honesty. And just the way I give it. I give it very sweetly. I'm very attentive. Um, I watch. I pay attention. So you'll get a lot of that from me. So if something aches, I'll rub it. You know, you'll definitely feel good. Um, when we're done doing what I do. And what is it did you do? Um, the same old regular stuff that everybody does, you know. Uh uh-uh. uh, girl, I done heard about you and your skills. Uh uh-uh. uh, what you out. heard, what you heard, uh uh-uh. uh, what you heard, what you heard. I heard your skills are exceptional and making people feeling wonderful. What skills is that? I don't know. Maybe you can give me a little more insight to, no, or a little you, intel to you, what they're talking you about. You gotta tell me what you heard, though. I just heard you was exceptional. At you what? You were a very, it wasn't at anything in particular, it was just something that. You were oh. just oh, I love her. Everybody loves honey dip. I know. Yeah. I guess I'm not sure if it's because everyone loves honey and they associate you with like a honey little little bee. You're a little busy. Oh, you're no, a little float. sultry. Oh. You're a little tasty. Let me tell you, it float like a butterfly and it do sting like a bee. That I tell you. Oh man. Yeah. No. But um. What the fuck was the question, bitch? <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're sitting up here and we're sipping. I am almost done this chicken lo mein for Honey Dip, and I hope she's really going to enjoy it. Yes, and next time we do cooking with honey, I will be cooking the meal. Mm. Hey, I like yes, that. Yes, because cookie honey does throw down. Yeah, um, I heard about those apple pies. Yes, oh yeah, they were so good. Yes, and I used a friend's seasoning. It was amazing. I know, I heard it, um, Tam Jam, right? Tam Jams, yep. That's it, that's all seasoning. Yes. Yeah. It was actually really good. It was the, um, the happy ending seasoning that I used. It was great. And, you know, I thought it was really new, unique that Tam Jam had that, um, that particular season because it's kind of like, it's common for people to have a, um, a seasoning that is for a regular food. Mm-hmm. But they have a seasoning that's for sweet sweet things. That's something different. Yeah, it was really nice. It was balanced. I liked how there's the happy ending and then the cinnamon roll. It's sort of a lighter version of the happy ending. I think the happy ending may have a little bit more nutmeg to it. You know, it has a little bit more off to it. It does. And, you know, it made a difference. Even in the candied yams. That I put, Ooh. yeah, I put in the, you know, like the Wawa has a gobbler. Okay. All right. So on the gobbler, there's the turkey stuffing and cranberry. So I did for Friendsgiving, which was requested by popular demand, my meatloaf sliders. Ooh. Yeah. So in the meatloaf, it was all beef, no pork. Um, with my stuffing, the way I make my stuffing, I put my, you know, my onions and my peppers and I put my West Indian, everything, you know, my family's from Panama. So I put, you know, all my things in it. And then I put candy yams on it and that sweet savoriness and the bite, the meatloaf was, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't super thick, but it was thick enough to where you really like, you really had to open your mouth and take that bite. And then I had an au jus sauce 
that it was very light, a like not like a gravy, but um sort of like a prime rib dip. Ooh. Um and it just gave the perfect amount of wetness to it. It just it was a hit and yeah, I put um the happy ending and a little cinnamon roll in that and I you know, I had a couple little secret ingredients that I used, so yeah. It was definitely amazing. So get that seasoning, y'all. Absolutely. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, dinner is definitely done. We've been sitting up here cooking with Honey Dip. I want you um, to like, share, subscribe. We'll have more conversations with Honey Dip and definitely a lot of other friends who have something interesting to talk. She came here today to have dinner with me. And to lay it all on the table. So I want to thank Honey Dip so much for coming through. Thank you. you. With her sexy ass. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to find all of her um, beading as well as she does, um, if I'm not mistaken, the art. You do glasses. You do. Yes. Yes. And I host Puff and Paints. I host Paint and Sips. Uh, One of my companies that I work with is germination through artistry that's what i do the puff and paints with that's kind of more of a vanilla event um mm-hmm. and it's, it's just so much fun yeah like, everybody's just like lit and lifted and there's music and there's drinks and there's eats and, it's just and it sounds like and a, music and it paint. sounds like a great time yeah it is and we usually do like two to three pieces of art at a time wow yeah and, i found that when i'm working I with kids yeah I find it on work when I'm working with kids that definitely works. So I'm sure it works with adults too. Yeah, and um, and I teach in a kids art class as well, a weekly class every Tuesday. So uh, for those parents who are listening, if you're looking for something constructive for your kids to do, I know in the city of Philadelphia a long time ago they did away with a lot of the art and the music that we have here in the city. But art is music, and music is art, and all art forms can be used as therapy. And with us going through this pandemic right now, a lot of our children may not have a way to express themselves and how they're feeling. Remember, um, there are several suicide hotlines that are available to people. You know, children do experience stress too. So, you know, be sure to ask your children how they're feeling um, maybe you can engage in just something like coloring, or maybe you want to go ahead and reach out to Honey Dip and see if you can do a small beading session or a paint in Kool-Aid sip. Who knows? Yes. They can have little sippy cups and do their painting activities, and it gives them something constructive to do and something to look forward to yes. throughout the pandemic while they can't be in school with their friends. Be sure to exercise your brain, and we are wrapping it up here with Honey Dip. So, again, thank you. Like, share, subscribe, and we will catch you next Sunday. Thank you.